0: Away from the, let's say, regular methods of capturing a great performance, or of beautifully snatching a movie moment that will go on to become legendary, it can often be what audiences don't see that plays the biggest part in all of this. With that in mind, I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com and here are 10 off-screen moments that change how you see movies forever. Number 10. The Getaway Michael Madsen's prank elicits genuine shock from Alec Baldwin. Here we have Michael Madsen giving his The Getaway co-star a helping hand, yep, let's go with hand, behind the camera. During a scene which depicted Doc, played by Alec Baldwin, spotting Rudy, played by Madsen, lying in wait outside of his hotel room, Baldwin was struggling to conjure up an authentic response to the situation. So, ever the giving scene partner, Madsen opted to drop his keks off camera. Needless to say, the sight of a pantless Madsen was enough to elicit the necessary response. So much so that the stunned look on Baldwin's mug was included in the finished product. There's likely better ways to provoke a genuine human reaction out of a leading man than by exposing your genitalia to them out of the blue. But Madsen's methods appeared to work a treat on this occasion, although it's probably best to file this tactic under one and done for the future. Number 9. Jaws That Opening Terror Was Completely Genuine In terms of setting the table, Steven Spielberg's Jaws has one of the most impactful openings in cinema history. That opening scene, of course, sees Susan Baclini's Chrissy Watkins opt to go skinny-dipping after a night of campfire-lit beers on the Amity coastline. Unfortunately for Chrissy, she's attacked and killed by the then-unknown beast that lurks below the waves. Part of the brilliance of Chrissy's demise and of Jaws period is that Spielberg's 1975 picture never shows its audience all that much of the apex predator causing chaos for the residents of Amity Island. Granted, that was more by accident than design. Still, this enforced less is more approach worked wonders. What audiences don't see during Chrissy's time in the spotlight though, is that Susie Baclini was attached to a mechanical harness, with several technicians under the water yanking Baclini from side to side. The off-screen way of throwing Chrissy across the water was certainly effective, but the reality of this is that so aggressively was Baclini jolted around. The actress broke a rib, meaning the pain-terrors seen in the face of Chrissy was extremely real which makes everything a little bit more disturbing, doesn't it? Number 8. Frankie and Johnny, Spock and Captain Kirk Behind the Door Adapted from the 1987 Broadway play of the nearly same name, Gary Marshall's Frankie and Johnny rom-com was headlined by the powerhouse duo of Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer. This 91 movie has Pacino's Johnny fresh out of jail and taking a job in a diner alongside Pfeiffer's Frankie. The pair having a clear attraction to each other, but both with their own personal scars to bear. In one particular scene, Pacino gives a look of surprise as his Johnny opens a door. To elicit the required response, the other side of said door had Al left in shock at the off-screen sight of Captain Kirk and Spock. Not just any Kirk and Spock mind. For this was the very real William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy decked out in their full Star Trek gear. How this all came about was due to Star Trek VI, the undiscovered country, filming next to Frankie and Johnny. At the request of director Gary Marshall, Shatner and Nimoy agreed to lay in wait for Al Pacino to open the aforementioned door, resulting in a look of sincere surprise on Pacino's face for the final product. And you can't exactly blame him. Number 7, Austin Powers in Goldmember Mike Myers receives George Harrison's last letter. Legendary comedy actor Mike Myers' family roots can be found in the British city of Liverpool, a place known primarily for its highly successful football club, and as the home to one of the most influential bands of all time, the Beatles. With that in mind, it's no surprise to hear that the Myers household held the Beatles very close to their hearts. So you can imagine the combination of shock and awe that must have washed over the star, as he received a letter from George Harrison on the day of filming for Austin Powers in Goldmember that involved Steven Spielberg directing the likes of Tom Cruise, Gwyneth Paltrow and Danny DeVito in an action-packed adaptation of the fictional character's life. This letter of thanks for Myers' work, which was remarkably the last Harrison ever wrote and delivered to the actor on the day of his death, reduced Myers to tears on the day of the shoot, making his ability to leave this moving moment off-camera when it came time to shoot opposite a legend like Spielberg even more impressive. Number 6. The Amityville Horror Ryan Reynolds embraced insomnia. Who doesn't love Ryan Reynolds, right? Charismatic, funny, entertaining, annoyingly handsome. Reynolds is one of the movie business's rare names who nobody has a bad word to say about. Anyways, despite his nice guy demeanor, Reynolds used some mightily worrying methods to get prepared for his role as George Lutz in 2005's remake of the Amityville Horror. One prime example of this is that the future Deadpool star stayed up all night in order to capture the insomnia and loosening grip on reality that Lutz was going through. After one such all-nighter, Reynolds was filming a scene with Jesse James who played George's stepson, Billy Lutz. This was the scene where an intense George has young Billy hold pieces of wood while he frantically chops through them with a whopping axe. So in the zone was Reynolds after his insomnia-embracing ways. He went off script and slapped the boy, a move which Ryan has later admitted disturbed him once he realized what had happened. Think how the lad must have felt. Number five, endless love slash pretty woman, off-screen footwork. Quentin Tarantino is a filmmaker famed for paying particular attention to Feet throughout each and every one of his movies. Yep, it's pretty weird. Yet QT isn't the only director to have homed in on Feet for the benefit of a film. For Franco Zeffirelli and Gary Marshall, they got up to some off-screen foot shenanigans during their respective times helming Endless Love and Pretty Woman, all in the name of getting what they deemed to be the perfect shot for what was required at certain points in those movies. On Endless Love, Zeffirelli was stood out of shot, squeezing Starbrook Shield's big toe. The reason for this was that the director was looking to find a pain reaction from Shields that made it look like she was having an orgasm. Because nothing says pleasure quite like having your big toe squished and wiggled out of a socket. As for Gary Marshall on Pretty Woman, there was a moment where he similarly was out of shot and manipulating his female lead's feet. Rather than anything painful, though, Marshall was instead tickling Julia Roberts' feet in order to get her to laugh in a way that looked and sounded natural. In case you were wondering... That was for the scene where roberts is seen watching an old episode of i love lucy so there you go number four soylent green life tragically inspiring art Soylent Green is a powerful film with an ecological message, clearly at its core. But even more powerful is the reality behind one of the movie's big final act moments. This 1973 picture sees the far-off future of 2022, one where the planet is on its knees. Yep, too close to home, that one, isn't it? With pollution, poverty, and a major lack of resources having decimated Earth, food is at a premium in Soylent Green, to the point where Soylent Industries' artificially produced wafers feed over half the world. The major reveal of Soylent Green is that the mystery protein being gobbled up is actually made of spoilers people. Before we get to that though. Charlton Heston's Thorn has to watch his old friend Saul Roth, played by Edward G. Robinson, go through the euthanasia process. So disgusted is Roth at the world he finds himself living in. In order to get a suitably emotional performance out of Heston, Robinson confided in his co-star that he was dying from terminal brain cancer. Nobody else in the cast was made aware of this tragic fact, and it was something that clearly influenced Heston as his Thorn character sees his longtime friend pass away. Sadly, Edward G. Robinson died just 12 days after Silent Green finished filming. Number three, I Know What You Did Last Summer slash Thor Ragnarok, childish inspiration. One of the most beloved parts of I Know What You Did Last Summer is when Jennifer Love Hewitt's Julie Jones angrily belts out her what are you waiting for (laughs) line. Having had enough of being mentally messed with by the hook-wielding killer at the center of this tale, Julie screams out a line that would go on to become an all-time favorite of horror cinema. Interestingly, that line wasn't originally in the film's script. Instead, this line was suggested on the day of filming by a child who'd won a competition to direct a scene in the feature. The actress herself has admitted she thought it was an awful idea at first. Yet this ultimately proved to be one of the more memorable parts of the 1997 picture. Something similar happened on Thor Ragnarok, with a watching youngster suggesting what would prove to be one of the film's most cheer-inducing pieces of dialogue. The story goes, a make-a-wish child wished to visit the Ragnarok set. And when there, the boy offered up the We're Work Friends line that popped so many during the movie's first trailer. What a legend! Number 2, Straw Dogs Dustin Hoffman's bold way to raise an eyebrow. What's one way to generate a shocked look of disgusted bewilderment? Why, if you're Dustin Hoffman, you simply get your nads out! Years before Michael Madsen did it, that was exactly what Hoffman did on the set of Sam Peckinpah's Straw Dogs. This 1971 effort is one of the most brutal films of its time. Away from what was seen by audiences, though, one of the most shocking moments saw Hoffman remove his trousers as his David Sumner enters his new local pub. If you've not seen Straw Dogs, it sees American mathematicians Sumner and his wife Amy moving to her Cornish hometown, a very close-knit, close-minded town. The locals don't take all that kindly to one of their own settling down with an American. During the movie's opening is when Hoffman went to eyebrow-raising lens for the scene in which he walks into the town's pub for the first time. Here, a particularly tipsy local was meant to be shocked by seeing an outsider step into their favourite boozing hole. To get the required shocked reaction, Hoffman entered the pub completely naked from the waist down. Yep, that'll do it. Number one, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Clowns and Gorillas in Place of Aliens. While 1975's Jaws established Steven Spielberg as one of the hottest directors on the planet, Close Encounters of the Third Kind only served to cement Spielberg's spot as one of the best in the business. The classic sci-fi tale of a UFO encounter throwing a small Indiana town upside down is a phenomenal picture. One of the stars of the show in Close Encounters is Carrie Guffey, the three-year-old who played Barry Guyler. Fearing how this youngster would react to seeing aliens, though, Spielberg concocted a quite genius plan. To capture the rolling emotion of shock turning to awe-inspired happiness, two crew members were utilised off-screen. With both initially hidden in boxes, this pair were donned in gorilla and clown outfits when they made their presence known. That sorted the initial surprise shown by the Barry character, and the subsequent removal of these gorilla and clown masks resulted in the heart-melting smile shown by the young fella. Twas a masterful move, I think you'll agree.